So, cut a long story short, as you can see, I'd been through a lot of refining. Yeah. So, entering prison now, I was the, I was the Omar. You know, terms they are taking her to the female section. Me, I was just worried about her. Like, man, I'm not with her. What the hell is going on? I'll come to find out that Thames and Thames conducted prison worship in the whole prison cell. Everybody was singing with her. What up, people? It's your favorite podcast, man. Back again with another one. I'm Michael Scenario. And I'm Mori Walgunkoya. And this is Menizims. And yeah, we got yeah. a special guest in the special, building. Special, special guest. You know, special, special. I'm sure. I think thing is, he's my guy. Our guy. Thing is, I always tell people that when we bring guests on here, they're our people. You get what I'm saying? Like, these are our friends. But we also have to give them their flowers because they've worked hard to get to the position they're in. So, I would like to introduce you all in a very simple manner. The manager of one of the biggest artists. Not in Africa. In the world. Boom. In the world. But there's more to him than that. But it's just so you understand. The manager of turns, Mr. Muyiwa, a.k.a. Donna One. Yeah. <laughs> my brother. <laughs> you I clap now. Everybody can clap. Everybody I, in the I, studio I, can I clap. I don't have to clap. And the thing is, even now, you know what's funny? Even just doing that introduction, like Toby said, it's like doing that. I felt awkward because like, this is my guy. But like you said, the flowers are still the flowers. Hey, Jesus, this is a camera. Welcome. I'm saying welcome. <laughs> if you guys use that as a camera, can you whatever? But you know, welcome to the show. Yeah, like I say, this is Menisms. You come here, you be yourself, yeah. you chill, you relax, and yeah, we just have open conversation about everything, my bro. Yeah, so yeah. I'll, I really feel comfortable. You already know. Yeah, so. Natural, natural. Like, it feels like my natural environment. Natural, because I'm my broskies. Love that. Always, yes, always, so, always. Yeah, again, so make wait, sure you get yeah, real quick. Let me just tell them yeah. to subscribe again. Make sure you subscribe to all the audio platforms. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. To our Spotify, to our Apple Music, to everything on there so you can listen and watch us. And invite your friends. Like that too. Get them to listen. Get their friends to listen. You get their subscribe. family members to listen yeah. and subscribe. You've heard yeah, it. They're too. being nice. Me, I'm being me. Better subscribe. You better subscribe. You've heard. Better, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, before we even get to the questions, the people need to give them a little more butter <laughs> in that intro. So, we know that you're Muiwa, but tell us who Muiwa is. Just give us a little bit of something. Um, wow. You want to talk like my upbringing or just who I am? As who are you now? You just give we'll us, get, yeah, give yeah, us who you are now. We'll get get who are, who are, um, it's a young man that grew up in Lagos, Nigeria. Um, primary school in Lagos, secondary school in Kwara. Okay. Um, and then three years in Kwara. Then I went to Ibadan for another three years of okay. schooling. Then I went to the UK for A-levels, mm. finished that to my master's. And then, yeah, I would say it was around that time period my journey into entertainment started in your whole UK. life changed yeah well it didn't not, really, not in, really the incremental changes because um i mean how do you tell someone at a time where it's not even cool to do music that you're going to be a manager of one of the biggest artists on the planet it wasn't cool to be anything outside of professionalism mm. so lawyer doctor all them guys me I always knew one thing, which was I hated school. Right. And okay. I did everything possible to enjoy my experience in where I hated. So I'll throw parties, I'll sell dashikis, you mm. know, I would I would record skits with my cousins, I would go on platforms called Kik and just I remember what a any, time. Oh Damn, my goodness. What a anything time. possible. Bro, I forgot about Kik. <laughs> what a time. And, and like I said, I was escaping frustration. Right. Yeah. And I and Oh God is amazing. One of the reasons why suffering exists is actually to refine us fundamentally to our purpose. Because, bro, I promise you, I just hated school. 
but I loved everything else I was doing. And as mm. a result, obviously my grades suffered. Right, right. right. And that was a whole different direction. Into, yeah. Bro, like I couldn't go from A levels. I couldn't go straight to uni. So I had to do foundation. Mm. But that foundation, instead of doing sciences, I did business. Right. And then I started getting a knack for things. And then that's when I started like recording content online with my cousins. I started. No, I started doing that before actually during mm. my A levels. Yeah. But during that time in my foundation year was when I understand I understood commerce. Right. That makes sense. Like the business aspect of things, buying and selling, scarcity, economics, branding, marketing. But it's not from my classes, though, because like I said, I hated school. It was just as I was winging life. Right. Based off you my were not using interest, those skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be like, okay, cool. Like, I'm trying to do this event. What do I need to do? Okay, I need to promote. Okay, I've built a following on Twitter. Let me just create flyers. i just be posting online. Mm. And it grew, it grew, it grew, it grew. Got a huge network. And then during that foundation year was when my first ever artist walked up to me and was like, you look like you should be an artist manager. Can you manage me? I was like, what is an artist manager? <laughs> and what is an artist? Because like yeah. every single person I knew that do music, did music was more or less my guy that just used to have fun. Do you understand? Whether it was them DRB back in the day. Yeah. The only person that really had success was Asa. Do you understand? But Asa felt like miles away in terms of achievements, mm-hmm. right? And when you're not even close enough to the industry to understand how it works, I mean, that's just somebody that isn't even that's doing not even anywhere near. Yeah. yeah, and Isa too was on the come up. It's not as if mm-hmm. you understand. Know like he was still on the come up. So, so yeah, that's like a brief summary of. of you know, myself. you okay. know what's funny is okay. what he said. Now, let me tell you a funny story because me and him have a very similar background from uni times. So, you were doing your part. Where'd you go to university? Not in right? So yeah, the Midlands yeah, parties. Yeah, yeah. I was in Hall, so I was doing all the parties for in context. Nottingham was the most popping. That is debatable. City. What? Hall, Hall representing debatable? out here. Bro, debatable? Bro, I'm sure anybody watching here. this podcast now. People can tell you, you if you were. <laughs> no, no, don't get me wrong. We'll give you, because that's where my story goes. It's like, I was in Hall doing all the parts. People will come to Hall. You'll say I'm only going one day the weekend. But then, throughout my time there, I kept hearing about these parties in the Midlands. These guys that do parties. There'll be different groups. And there was always one guy, Donna One, that used to talk about. I'm like, who? <laughs> And obviously, as a competitor now, you get what I'm saying? Like, I'll look at all these other cities. I'm like, who is this Donna One guy I keep hearing about? Because I'm like, oh, they're the guys in Lagos that do this in uh, Nottingham. Then there's the guys in Birmingham and all that. And I'm like, it's so funny how when you fast forward now, a lot of us were starting our journeys even at that point without even knowing. Yeah. yeah. You know we already yeah. like, no, it's like I said, like even when we first met, it's like, you would have heard about these guys before, but you all don't realize at that moment you're starting that, your yeah, journey yeah, then. Yeah. yeah. And right. you know, you said something now about like your first artist coming to you and all that. And it's funny how even around that period that's when we talked about, i don't know if we talked about it here before we have actually with laddie that we said yeah, that was yeah. the time that the music industry for our generation felt I'm like so that's okay hey this is the first time on men it seems huh yeah. <laughs> it's understandable it's understandable of course it's understandable. understandable it's, it's actually, understandable it's actually times ah there we hold go on, hold, on, hold on hold on hold on so t baby i'm literally recording a podcast now love i'll give you a shout okay technically she's on the show technically all right bye so people again <laughs> in your life For context yeah. make money <laughs> because if he did have money we won't let him we won't lie. Lie. that's what i said no, it <laughs> we'll was, it was loud. that's what i said you see this is the first time on feminism this is a moment you know but because we are friends <laughs> so <laughs> but it's like um, i was yeah, saying yeah, now yeah, around yeah. that time like that's when in our millennial group all, a lot of us were starting in that music industry so it's like from where we're going to talk about where you are now but even from that time now like how was it starting? Because like you said, you asked the question, somebody said, what is artist manager? And that's a young period in our lives that all of us are trying to figure out what do we want to do. Yeah. So what is it about that that made you just say, okay, this is the journey I'm about to do that's now going to be my life? Artist management. Yeah. Was it the business part of it that was exciting? Or was um, it the- it, it's... Okay. It was a few things. 
first of all, when when so the name of um, my first ever artist is a guy called Okwe Teflon. Teffy for short. It's my guy. Shout out my guy. Shout out my guy Teffy, right? Teffy saw something in me that I definitely didn't see in myself, which was my ability to galvanize people, right? I, I didn't even see it as a talent. I just saw it as man, I'm trying to throw parties like, you know, let me let me do what it do, you yeah. know. But Teffy saw that and asked me, I was like, okay, you know what? I don't even know what that is, but let's start. What do artists usually have? Okay, they have music video. Okay, first they have music, right? Cool. Then they have music video. Okay, how do we do that? Who? How do I get music videos? How do I get the music out? I didn't know anything, but then, like I said, some people were doing things on a very like small scale. So I, I saw people like Tinya Alunge. Okay. Tinya used to um, manage Ajebota at that yeah, time. Yeah, shout out Tinya. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we used to have conversations about working together, artists working together, and then they did a song together called Ajet, um, Eja Tutu. Okay. Oh, wow. Yeah, what yeah, a yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we shot the video. Making us relive so many memories right now. Yeah, we shot the video. And that was my whole, like, that was my first time really experiencing something that I had actually put together with a group of my friends. You understand? Because mm-hmm. my first ever job, I didn't get employed. Do you understand? It was just coming together to build, right? And that experience I loved. So I loved the fact that I could control my my life. Do you understand? Mm. I love the fact that not just controlling my life, but doing what I'm do, doing, what I wanted to do while being in control of it. You understand what I'm saying? So once that happened, I, was, I then realized what music was fundamentally. I was like, okay, this is actually the biggest networking web. Because mm. any other industry I would have tried to apply my gifts in would have been limiting because it's under the confines of an institution, mm. i.e. an office. Mm. But with mm. music, it's no, no no boundaries. No, no, it's it's very like free-flowing. Yeah, free-flowing. So... Once that happened, I was like, okay, you know what? I just need to find someone that can listen to me and I can listen to them. And then let's just go on this journey of becoming great. Do you understand? Mm. And then I found Nonso Amadi. And I didn't find him, actually. He got introduced to me by a very close friend of mine called Yuji. Okay. And Nonso was actually my break into the industry. But as you guys know me, I've been a very you know, behind the scenes kind of guy yeah. until I enter prison in Uganda. And that yeah, that kind of, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm sure you might like, damn it, my Loki. Yeah, that, my Loki's yeah, yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah. That's when I said, like, I had to consciously start building a brand because I couldn't undo that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And you had to now start following with people yeah. with request, requesting yeah. us. Like, yeah. So, with what you just said now, so it's like, that was a great, like, summary now to just how you got there. But what you just said now about that time in prison now, because yeah. you said that was probably a pivotal, mom- yeah, a pivotal moment in your life now, yeah. right? As a young man, like that's a pivotal moment where how you react to that situation is, it could make or break you, to yeah, be honest, because yeah, 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 yeah. look- there's two perspectives to look at it. There's there's people that are fans now that don't know you that are like, ah, look at these guys in jail now. How are they going to react? Then there's your friends, like people that know you like, ah, like, yo, this guy's really in jail, but it's his work too. So prison, how are you going to react? Prison, not jail, prison. 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 So wait, <laughs> What's the difference? Like, what? In fact, first so, questions. What's the experience I guess like? You're in detention, but you're not actually charged. You're yeah. not locked in. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So that experience now is like, <clears throat> how did that change you? Now that it made you to, you know, come out more, and then what were the results of that prison? Or okay. Is, well, prison. I said prison, right? Yeah, this uh, is prison. It's a prison, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Prison. Okay. So, okay, the person that went into prison was already on that journey of refinement. Do you understand? Okay. Because in 2019, I gave up on the music industry, right? Because mm. um, Nonso and I parted ways. And then I was just like, you know what? For the kind of person that I am, I don't think the industry even deserves me. I was very bitter. I was very sad. I just left it, right? Then 
shout out Saz. That's that's my brother forever. That's my that's my guy. One day, um, Saz and I go out and we're just having a conversation and I'm lamenting about the industry and how everything is just trash. Mm. And then I'm talking, I'm talking, I'm talking, and then Saz is just quiet. He doesn't even say a word. By the time I'm done, he looks at me and says, do you know what your problem is? I'm like, what? He said, you love people more than they love themselves. And bro, as soon as he said that, eh, it's as if everything in my brain started working for the first time. Do you understand? I was like, oh, I've not been using my brain. No. I've been going off Emotions. The way I feel, you understand? Mm, emotions, yeah. At no point have I really sat down to be like, what are the parameters that are going to preserve me? Because I also noticed after the whole um, ordeal with Nonso that I felt depleted. Like I felt like I had nothing else to give. Mm. And it's because I left nothing for myself. So I said, okay, I'm going to have a new approach. So the first thing is, who is this person I'm even trying to protect, i.e. myself? Yeah. I need to find out who I am outside of the definition of what I do. Mm. And I was in the perfect position to do that because... You I was now like in the middle. Yeah, you now we're not invested in it as much. And bro, I discovered that that person was completely useless. Mm. And honestly speaking, until you come to that conclusion within yourself, you've not started. It's it's one of the reasons why you need a relationship with God. It's one of the reasons why you need quality people. It's one of the reasons why you need a change of mindset. It's one of the reasons why you need good communication skills. Because until you discover that wh- where you are right now and where you could be is like chalk and cheese. Do you understand? Mm. They, you have not started your journey. Most people think they are okay the way they are. I had to come to an understanding that you're not as smart as you think you are. Mm. You understand? You're not as um, prepared as you think you are. So In I some to, cases, even not as skilled as you yeah, think you are. as skilled. Mm. Bro, you're not who you think you are. Yeah. And the evidence that you are who you think you are is results. It's not what you think or feel. There has to be results. There has to be a showing. So I said, okay, you know what? Forget this industry thing. I'm going to follow my passion still because I liked shooting videos right. you understand because that's what i used mm. to do with my cousins back in the day i go back into that and as god will have it i started getting like bookings from gtb uba so i was like oh, oh what a so time, yeah. like i'm i'm being taken because me i was thinking man i'm gonna get a videographer to shoot music videos yeah god was like no 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 you're gonna make money you. now because you have suffered bro i never made money like i never made money with none so i spent a lot do you understand mm-hmm. and because obviously we hadn't first of all afrobeat as a scene was in a lucrative position mm-hmm. it, and Nonso was categorized under altair which was another problem do you understand so yeah. a battle in a battle oh my brother <laughs> you understand like getting tonight played on radio it's probably one of the most difficult things I had to do, even though I had relationships. And nobody will know that because the way you heard tonight, you know, like, oh, this is a song was doing well and exactly. all that. It was just me. I had no team. So I'll fly from London, enter my stupid Camry, drive to radio stations. <laughs> that Camry is stupid. It used to break down. <laughs> I, I would drive to radio stations, beg my cousin Moe. I love you, Moe. Moe will make sure she plays it because obviously that's my family. Yeah. But they had so many people that I then made friends with that eventually helped me. As I was doing that, I was working on digital strategies because for me personally, personally, oh, my fellow music executives, I love using Mystique as a programming tool. Okay. Mm. Some people like their artists very obvious in your face. For me, it's quality over quantity, which is why with Thames, you see now that most videos that blogs take is from my story, right? Like it's from my Instagram story. And that's mm. very intentional. I don't even care for credits because everything that I post is intentional to make her celebrity her marketing tool. Mm. I'm not going to use gimmicks because she's an artist. She's not your entertainer. Mm. And there's a difference between someone that makes music, someone that is an entertainer, and someone that's an artist. Now, I'm not saying that you can't find these components within one person. But whatever you you choose to lead, 
is what you'll be defined as subconsciously. And because most people aren't articulate, they don't even, they can't even define what they are, they are seeing. So you say, oh, this is an artist. Actually, no, this is an entertainer. A lot of Nigerian artists the are entertainers, band, yeah. Bro, the band was conscious enough to actually understand this about himself. Do you understand? So he, he made sure he gave you entertainer parts, still did artist parts, still, you know, so... I yeah, did it. It yeah so, so, so that was a peep. So, you see, I've gone different. <laughs> what are talking about? No, no, so no this, it, this is how it happens. This yeah, is how it works. You'll just be talking and before <laughs> yeah, you know it. It was about when you left. Um, so, let's talk about like the experience now, how it changed you now in terms of making you come out your shell. Yeah, so, more. so, cut a long story short. As you can see, I've been through a lot of refining. Yeah. So, entering prison now, I was the Omar. You know, terms they are taking her to the female section. Me, I was just worried about her. Like, man, I'm not with her. What the hell is going on? I'll come to find out that Thames uh, Thames conducted prison worship in the whole prison cell. Everybody was singing with her. Paul and like Silas she, P. She, <laughs> she, took, she took over the whole... Anyway, now for me, my own personal experience, because Thames speak for herself, me and Uma were chained next to each other. And that's when I realized that, man, the first thing they do is break your humanity. Like, you can't see yourself as a human being anymore. Mm. You, and this is how they do it. You stand on command. If, if they don't command you to stand, you're squatting. So you come out. Okay, so from the courthouse mm-hmm. to the prison was three hours. I was in like a COVID-infested bus with other prisoners. Me and Omar were next to each other. And the back of the car was so you know, congested. And it was just very uncomfortable for three hours, right? And the roads aren't smooth. And you're driving in a forest. No lights, no nothing. So, bro, I was just there. Just thinking that, man, I can't even believe this is happening because one second I was like in a beautiful resort. Second moment, I'm in the back of a car on my way to prison without even being sentenced. Cool. So, because they said we should plead guilty. I said, you guys are crazy. You want, you want me to? I said, nah, nah, it's cool. I thought they were going to take me back to jail. So I was like, yeah, take me back to jail. Oh, but they took me to prison. So upon getting to prison, these three hours, right? The last thing I see, the forest opens and I see a huge waterfall. And that's the last thing I see. After that, I just see... You, you guys have watched Prison Break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine that, but run down. You mm. understand? Like, run, run down. Cool. So, I enter, we come out, and then we squat. Everybody squats. And I'm like, what? And we walk squatting. Do you understand? Have you guys ever done that before? Imagine these knees doing that. Doing right? the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Handcuffed to, to another person. And, I don't know. Oh, shit, you guys have oh, handcuffed yeah, each other. Have you ever yeah, 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 yeah. Have you been handcuffed before? One yeah, yeah, it's actually hurts. Have you been handcuffed before? Yeah, I have. Now, what people don't know about handcuffs is if you move more, it becomes tighter. It's tighter, yes. Yeah. yeah. And if you're handcuffed to yourself, it's better because at least you're in control of yourself. And you can slow down your movements. When yeah. You need to. But Uma, first of all, Uma was, he was petrified. Do you understand? And then I'm bigger than him. So I was more uncomfortable than him. And as I was moving, his own would be getting tight. As he's moving, I would be hmm. getting tight. That's why me and Uma are friends. We're not even friends, we're brothers. That's friends, you know. That bond. Like, where do you want to go? You want to bring up a bro? We were handcuffed together. Where together, are you going to? Literally. <laughs> so we get into the prison. The first thing they see is they look at Uma, they, they rub his hair like he's a girl. I say, I will go cut this one. Yeah, you know you oh, have. Oh, oh, yeah, cut this man, one. That's already yeah, that's we go cut this one. And then Uma had the godly record, right? That that was new, but it didn't take off until after yeah. he went prison. But and it looked like he was like some sort of prophecy, right? So Cut a long story short, they took us to the isolation world. That's where they take, like, people that are crazy. Like, there was this guy that was there that killed a politician. There was this rapist that was there. So I can tell you how my first night was, right? By the way, jail was also a terrible experience. In fact, I it was worse than prison. And I'll explain why. If they put me in the main ward in prison, it would have been worse than jail. 
But thank God they put me in the isolation ward because everybody would have their cell and would just be like five. And it was the five of us that they arrested. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was a bit better. But like, okay, the, the lights don't go off. So you're sleeping with the lights on and then there's no bed, there's no nothing. You're sleeping on the floor. Insects, bugs, bad smell based on pit latrine. I mean... You remember Adesui, um toilets? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, no, no. The toilets. Yeah. For, con- for context, there, yeah. when you say Adesui toilet, for oh, context, for people, what's that? Um, Adesui College is a secondary school that Moriwa and I... Yeah. Sorry, not Moriwa, but Moriwa went to Life Hospital. But, but I know. But, but I know he Adesui knows Adesui well. toilet. Like, mm. he knows very well. So, so quite a long story short, yeah, that's where we was staying. And, um, bro, I'll never forget the first view I had when I opened my eyes. There was someone that was looking at the bars of my gates, just looking at me straight down. Like, imagine you open your eyes and, and that's you the first stay. thing you see. Hmm. It's creepy as hell. Two man. things happened. The first thing is, I was brought to my reality that I was not on my bed. I was like, oh, I'm still in prison. And this was the morning hmm. after? The morning, oh, yeah. Fair, fair, so fair, they, fair, they yeah. took us in at night, hmm. slept, and then woke and up they... because we were on the news. Like, yeah. And the prisoner was just looking at me with a straight face and I was looking at him. The first thing that came to my mind was, I hope this guy knows I can actually fight. Like, that was the first thing <laughs> that, that came to my... Like, I can actually... But then, what came out of his mouth shocked me. Have you eaten? I was like, what? I was like, no. Then he throws, like... I don't even know what he throws. It, it, it looked like bread, but it was not bread. Right. And it was flat. Mm. It looked like pancake bread. So, it was like, a, you know, some sort steel. of bun. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. he threw it. It was wrapped in nylon. Okay. He threw it, like, through fire for all of us that were inside. Some guys, I, said, I, I didn't shower. I mean, I tasted it, but I was like, this is not it. So he was like, you guys are over the news, you know? And I'm like, really? It's like, yeah. Then he threw a newspaper in front of the newspaper as well. I'm like, ah, this thing is really a big deal in Uganda, Asha. So the, the cell doors were open. Then I went out and I met a couple of prisoners and I spoke to them, bro. And bro, I met a lot of killers. I met a lot of rapists. But the fundamental thing I learned, because like I said, at this point in time, my mind was fortified. So I was speaking to them mm-hmm. on a one-on-one basis. You yeah. know? Anybody that cared to even have a conversation, I'll have. But one thing I learned, eh, bro, like, there's nobody that is beyond redemption. Do you understand? Because, and this is the best way I'll say it, the lion chases the deer, praying, God, give me food. The deer escapes the lion, thinking, God, you saved my life. At the end of the day, God gets the glory, right? Mm. Everybody has a reason why they're doing what they're doing. And even if it doesn't make sense to us, all you need is a real conversation to have full context. Because right. that's the problem. We don't have full context. Why would you kill a politician? They won't tell you that that politician raped this guy's daughter. If you, you do that mm. kind of thing, so, exactly. So, 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 yeah, that's why I learned. Don't quickly judge. Because you don't even know what you do if you're in this position. Mm. And that's why I said, I know more of what I don't know than I know, which is why I keep humble and I don't even talk too much. Even if I have an opinion, I don't express it. Yeah, if because you don't know the amount of backstories that have led to whatever you're about to share. It's your crazy. Opinion, no, 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 Obviously, there's some inexcusable things like raping. I, I, that I can never... Yeah, in yeah, fact, yeah, I don't think I have a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the only reason why I couldn't let off is because, bro, like prison is actually like mafioso. You don't know who is with which sect. Yeah, exactly. You don't know who is so the ogre. You can't say you want to be yeah. this guy's guy. And we're right? now in a place like Uganda now that we don't, I don't know. know. I no. don't speak English, There's bro. Like, that's not, their first um, language is um, Swahili. Yeah. So I, I think, please, if I got that wrong, I'm sorry. For all our fans from in Uganda, you yeah, know, you can correct put us, us in yeah, the comments. Yeah, yeah. What's Just the language, Just let me please? know the official, but it was it's a language I didn't know. Okay. And um, yeah, I was just very, very careful. First thing I tried to do was find out who the boss was. Yeah. Omar spotted that one out very sharply. as PH boy. PH boy, quick. You know, so so yeah, we were there for like, you know, two nights and three days. And the third day, they just said, 
where are the celebrities? And we came out and dude, like, we entered the warden's office and they gave Omar the phone and the head of the whole prison is one lady. Please, I'm a fan. Can you wow. sing for me on the phone? I said, wow. yes, Omar, sing for her. As in, <laughs> sing <laughs> for no, her. I said, you better sing uh, No, I said, no, he will sing for you, man. <laughs> you know, so he sang, then eventually he said, they'll come and get us. Now, I don't even want to give this guy any publicity, but the guy that came to come and get us was actually the guy that put us there. Some some, wow. some random guy. Some random, yeah. And dude, like, yeah, I'm sure he must have had a disgusting look on his yeah, face. Yeah, like, like no, he he wanted to act like he was a hero coming to save us. Fuck out. that. <laughs> so very quickly, is Omar that? Because I was telling Omar once we get into the car, this guy's going to hear when. As I enter the car, Omar was just, just tapping my my leg like. Should we just calm so down, big. <laughs> and eventually, I was like, you know, let me just get to my own country first. And then the rest is history. Wow. So yeah. I have one very important question. Mm. In all of this, how did your parents react? Because I think that's the first What's the thing. Question? As soon as I entered my parents' house, my mother started singing. Uh-huh. There has to be. She if there's no drama, it can't be. No. Ah, no, she was so singing. My father too was happy. My, my, my mom said something though. She said the first time she read it, she was shocked, but then... It was almost as if a peace just came within her that my son will be okay. I don't know why she had that. <laughs> so they f- they found out first from the news. Uh, how else? They can't. Yeah. can't call. Yeah. No, I I forgot to say. Uh, shout out my brother Trizzy. He's 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 one of my friends. He's Ugandan. Basically, I the only number I know of her is my father's number. Mm. So as I'm in the car, I see Trizzy. I'm like, bring your phone, and I just give him my my dad's number. I'm like, call this number, it's my father. And then the car drives off. That's the last thing I did. So I think Tracy must have definitely must called have my dad. Out. Yeah, yeah. Wow, respect, so that respect. Makes sense. Because yeah. that's the only number I know of it. Because you know you know why I'm saying this? Because, um, I mean, your journey into this, you know, a lot of Nigerian, like you said, Nigerian brands don't want you to be in that professional scene. Yeah. I would have preferred if you were a doctor. I would have preferred if you were this. So when you're veering into this line of work, yeah. now it's... it's it's always very annoying to have an I told you so moment. And yeah. that kind of moment is very juicy for I told you so. Ah, but it was deep because it's not as if um, Thames didn't have success. I mean, at this time, we only had Try Me. Yeah. We had Try Me out. And um, that, that wrong off, right? And because of that, we had so many bookings. So yeah. they could see the growth. But what happened in Uganda just for that stamp that, yo, like, this, this is... lifestyle is too, it's too dangerous yeah, for this you. Yeah, is, this, is, this is real. But because of how I, they've always watched me growing up, it's not anything that was out of the ordinary. Because, okay, bro, I've had so many yeah. weird stories, man. Right, like, right, right. weird things have happened to me that they are aware of, too. Because that's another thing. I actually have a fantastic relationship with my parents. You okay. understand? Even better now that, obviously, things are going well. Yeah. Because, obviously, my father had his reservations. My mom was always... My mom was almost delusional about how successful I would be to the point that the name of my company now is the name she gave me then. Ah, I see what yeah. you mean. So, meaning she had prepared for this. Yeah, yeah. Like, she she said, was she, ready for this. She said, yeah, your company's name is going to be BSB. I'm like, what's that? She said, your initials. I'm like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> my full name is Baba Muiwa. Sunday Biola. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, like, I changed it to Believe, Strive, Become. Because that's actually my life. So, yeah, I mean, so, that, that is everything you're and talking you said, about. And even what you just said now, I was like, one thing I was going to say is with the parents, and I was like, you know our parents at times, like, 
there's a reaction you would expect from them in these situations. But, but they're now surprised like you. We said on our last episode yeah. now, like, we talk about parents, like, when you're in that, when they're in the fire now, <laughs> See, all that cause, goes cause, out cause, the cause window. Because I'm talking about this, I, I would even like to know. So let's yeah. just say, like, put yourself in your dad's shoes. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm oh, being, being yeah, the father this, in that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be the father in that moment. So imagine you now, they call you, your son is My in son prison. Is in Uganda. In Uganda, <laughs> with his artist. My father will be so calm. He'll be like, okay. No, you. Well, no. As my father, that's yeah, what I'm so, saying. You so don't if get you were the father and you, they've called it's you now that your son it's is your own son now that's in Uganda in prison now they've called mm. you Muiwa, your son is in prison. I'll be calm. I'll be calm. I'll just have to start making calls. Okay. Because there's no point of emoting. What is that going to do? My son is actually in real time in prison. In prison, yeah. So I'll be calm because, like I said, I've gotten calls before. On like, a, yo, this is happening and it's serious. You know, so like police has stopped me or. We need money for this and this person in the hospital. Yeah, and yeah. So it's just a matter of understanding that, okay, if you emote, to what end? Like, what are you trying to achieve by not being in control of how you feel? Mm. Control how you feel. It's easier said than done. Yeah, I'm just yeah, telling you say, yeah, yeah, that what you yeah. yeah, it's easier said than done. And yeah, that's... Because, that's because, it. because, I mean, if I was, the, if I was your dad, for yeah. example, now, so you're lucky again that I also don't believe that career way is the way yeah. right i mean you can have it if that's what you like yeah. but if you feel like you're challenging something else do that do that but i feel like the nigerian in me will first be like ah okay so first of all don't shout at anybody because I, no as a father what i'll do is i will have to beg my son to not be emotional so you see when you said that you know you can't shout kind of thing, my own is i won't just make calls i'll first warn you that please because I don't have control of no, but, but who how would you up. speak with your son? Okay, well, that, well, that's true. He has, a, he has a point. Your that's son true. has gone to prison. That's true. He has a point. And you know what? I can't funny? reach out. Like, and it's a random so, okay, number. This is me thinking about you know, your other yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was Fuck. like, you are going to be so funny as a parent. I can't wait. Because <laughs> talking about because like that Nigerian parent. Like, what? What uh, do you want to get? Please don't get me. Let me. This would have been me. This would have been me real time. I get the call. Your son is, you know. I mean, I imagine. I mean, my wife is next to me. I'll just be like. <laughs> now I'll only do this so that she can actually. was wrong. You've arrested our son. <laughs> but you know the funny thing is that my normal self will probably not say anything, but I need to juice that moment up because yeah. in my mind I'm like I've lived for this Nigerian parent moment all my life. I need to execute. You know what's so messed up? You know what's so messed up? Me have an opposite side because there's a funny thing you just said now that I'll tell a story about. But yeah, it's like for me, no, that I wouldn't even. That's a funny thing. <laughs> there's a sickness in me now that mm. will say. Let me see if that boy got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me yeah. just see. And I'm sure that's <laughs> on my hand. I'm like, very sure. I'm panicking. Let's wait it out. Let's wait it out. I'm just see like, hey, Let's you got it in you? Let's because even if he said one thing just now, like, I've, I've called him when I've been locked, stopped before. In fact, was that Yaba night? Uh, yes. Oh, I got, that, that one. story yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. he was the one people I called because I was like, wait, okay, at this point now, who am I going to? Because I was just thinking, Francis, like, Mui was around. Mui was <laughs> yeah, they got me <laughs> again, again. I said, Yeah, man, like, they, got, they got me again. Oh, like, my can goodness. you help me out? But it's like, Yeah, all right, thank you. I appreciate you. And once you did that, that's now go and talk to them. And yeah, it was a normal again. See, see, see that again. I'm sure when he said again, it's like this guy It's yeah. a lot of um, like, shout like, out to all the I'm, friends, I'm the real that. ones out there that have looked out for <laughs> real ones, Lagos because real ones that keep getting into I say, like, with my children now, it's like. Because I've been through, like, he's, there's certain things you've been through that is like, I was talking about earlier saying our generation of, yeah. our generation basically, the kind of parents we're going to be, we have a big opportunity now where we can change so much because yeah. we actually can communicate to our children. Yes. It's our just a case of if you will, yes. but we can because we've 
seen it. We've been in that internet generation. We've also seen the older generation that we can process it now and actually talk to your kids in that kind of situation. Because nobody talks to In fact, you'll be scared to even call see, your parents at first saying, ah, see, do I want to call this woman now and just go through it? But in the end, who's the first person you're actually supposed to call in trouble? Yeah, yeah, your yeah. parents. And you know the funny thing is, like you said, like you mentioned about having a good relationship with your parents. I mean, I... To, to a very good extent, I had very good relationships. Like, I could, for example, that kind of thing, I would definitely call my dad without. Yeah. I also have my dad's number offhand, my mom's number as well. I would I would instantly call my dad yeah. to be like, okay, I mean, this is what's happening. He t- and I think, and I think, you know, just like you, like how you said, your dad would be calm. My dad would also be calm. And I think a lot of us as men have taken that. You see, when you see. You know, like how you mentioned that you would expect something from a Nigerian parent. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. you now don't get it from your own Nigerian parents. Like how sometimes you've also mentioned that you have some conversations with your mom, you have to sit down with her and talk to her. You know, mm-hmm. she's still a Nigerian mom, but she's not answering things the way a typical Nigerian, Nigerian mom, mom would. would and I had those experiences, you know, growing up with my dad as well. I think that, that has shaped me to who I would also want to be as a parent. Yeah. Of course, removing a few things because he still brought some traditional mindset. Like how you mentioned that your dad was a bit reserved about you going into the industry. Yeah. where someone like my dad will even push you and say if you know this music you're going to do let me know I'll buy you an instrument I'll you buy are this. lucky that's how my dad is right yeah. and doesn't also change the fact that he's still a very traditional person still that person that will say okay you know what if you're going to find a wife make sure someone that can take care of your children <laughs> those things that you still feel like uh, you're not in your time so anymore. what would you, what you guys say for both of you now was the turning point in relationship with your parents or if you're still going through it I now because all of us now are adults now yeah. so there has been a turning point that you can tell it was at this it moment was at this moment yeah that your parents like for me my they knew my you were an adult mom, so it's like there was a moment i'll talk i want you guys to go for it, or i'll go quickly mom was i think there's two moments when i got into my masters that was a turning point and then when i i think it was it was last year when like my mom saw the content sunday like like everything was just, but everybody kept coming out to her every day we see your son we see your son we see your son we see your son <laughs> so it was just like all those years of fighting it's like i told you mm. and then the master's <laughs> one was just like wait you got into your you got to love what like because it was a shock so yeah, like the was, dynamics had to change of respect right it's like okay right. my son is actually on the right path mm-hmm. so that's what i say for you guys now what were those moments yeah. You want to yeah, okay, let me go. Let me yeah. go first. So <laughs> it's ironic for this podcast. And this is going for people. And I'll, I'll tell you for a fact. So I mean I've I mean professionally I'm an architect. I'm also a fashion designer. So, you know, these are things that are still within the typical business line mm. of a Nigerian. I mean, being a designer means they'll they call you tailor, so to say, but that's still something that their generation had. Yeah. Because so I'm not exactly introducing something new. But then there's this podcast thing. Now, see, now most most people who appeared on TV in their time were either, either newscasters or actors, actresses. You never just had people just, we're just here to just talk about our opinions. You ha- we, They barely had that, right? So... Having my mom say, I think I mentioned this in one of our episodes. Having my mom say, Oh, I even watched your one of your podcasts. I said, You did what? Wow. <laughs> That's so important. Like, you know? Ah. So, and, and not just that, she said she watched it because her friend said she saw me and recommended it. Yeah. Your friend recommended. For you to recommend something means you've seen it, you've liked it, you've yep. called somebody else to come and partake in that. And I think for me, that was a turning point because everybody else around her started to make her feel like your son is intelligent, your son is wise, yeah. your son is yeah. this. So, you know, it started to. Put uh, it started to the vision she had of me was now suddenly so different because 
we had never really had that you know and it's funny a lot of nigerian parents and their children don't have that adult conversation to know if your child is really an adult loving conversation or, relationship you know, relation, exactly so and it was at that point it now occurred to her and even to me now that even when i say something she's listening to me closely <laughs> She's actually willing to hear my advice on that. She brings a, a situation to the table and I'm like, oh, what, what do I think about this? And I'm like, okay, you know what? If I was going to do this, I'll do this this way, this way, and this yeah, way. Yeah. Because this and this will happen. And she's like, mm, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, and, and same thing with my dad. Yeah. People will call my dad and I'm like, ah, I even saw, I saw you on the, on the podcast. That. He's doing so well for himself now. Yeah. You know, and I think there's just that thing about, you know, your parents see you, they know that, it's not necessarily about what you're doing. It's about the fact that that thing you're doing, you're doing it so well, well to the point that people that, are like, yeah, this exactly, is your yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. I think that, yeah. I think that really, you know, creates the uh, criteria yeah. for a turning point, really. So, but what, what about you? Yo, I mean, first of all, having Nigerian parents, you already know that as as their child, you are an extension of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. So therefore, you must make them proud. Mm. Now, what tends to happen is they try and control that narrative because they think they know what's best what for is you. Be- right? yeah, exactly. Naturally, it comes from a place of love. But I also feel there's a little bit of paranoia attached because they don't want you to embarrass them. Yeah. So for me, personally, it started by... I had to stop doing things for their validation, which was tough because I would mm. want to explain everything I'm doing Every, that, that, and they come up. Oh my Yo, goodness. I did this, I did that, I did that. Because they keep telling you how it's not doing anything yeah. yet. You're like, you know what, it's a process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, it's not even that. I'll tell them the process, but the process was nothing. Yeah, you know, yeah like, because it's not something yeah, they could see. It's not tangible. Yeah. tangible. It's not about tangible. To say, that's so, it. so for them, it's like, eh, well done. I'm like, well done? Like, don't you know what this means? <laughs> I just told you. Eh, my dad always says this thing and now I say it to him. I wish you the best, my son. Ah, what a comeback! I loved it though, because I was like, Petty. I was like, this is better than nothing. Yeah, you know. So, but now, I mean, Nonso. Okay, so with Nonso, having success with Nonso was when my dad's friends started talking. I always mention my dad because my mom, my mom is my number one fan. Yeah, yes, so she's I already she's been ready. So, she's so been game from time. I don't <laughs> think she knew I'll be successful before I was born. Yeah, right. Because right. it took them four years to have me. I'm the first. Okay, okay. so. The trials and tribulations they went through. Right. Just yeah, so. they thought. I mean, everybody. No, it's not even for my mom was barren. <laughs> Do you understand? Like she mm. couldn't give birth. So, miracle child. Miracle child. Yeah. Right. Oh. So for her, she always tell people, God was doing extra things on my son before he came. That's why it took four years. And in in high science, it makes sense because I mean, before I turned thirty, by the grace of God, the amount of money in my account stupid. Do you exactly, understand? Yeah. So for her, it's like miracle child. So she's always believed. My dad, my dad is a star in his own, like, in his own world. Do you understand? Mm. So for him, it's like, what could this youngster probably know? Forgetting I'm his son. <laughs> so right, exactly. So, and so, so, by extension, exactly, him. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So what now happened was with Thames, bro, and for my dad eh, that one has blown his mind the most because, like I said, when I also left me, I freed the industry. Then I come back to tell him, yo, I'm managing this girl. Her name is Thames. And then I play Try Me to him. This is before Try Me even drops. And my dad goes, yeah, well, you know, she's she's okay, but why, why isn't she singing like Tiwa? And I <laughs> why said... Why isn't she singing yeah, like Yeah, singing like Tiwa Savage. And, and then I looked at him and I said, Dad, the reason why I played this girl to you was actually not to ask for your advice or opinion. I played that to you to tell you that she's going to be a global superstar. That's exactly what I told my dad. And I'm telling you this when I'm broke, when Thames is still wearing waistcoats, because 
Thames has suffered in life. Please, Thames, sack him as soon as possible. Sack him as soon as possible. Okay, that's, I mean, that's the that's the expression <laughs> I needed to use. So, so, so no, but but you're so crazy, and that's why I always tell people structure your business well because to the public, I'm manager, but mm. we own a company, me Thames and Wally. Mm. You know, yeah, mm. the Vibe is a registered company. Do you understand? Thames yeah. is the owner. Wally and I are the directors. So it's a, yeah. it's so a it's proper... A, that's, that's where the commerce comes from. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a partnership. Do you understand what I'm saying? And the dynamic of a relationship it has nothing to do with music. Mm. Thames and I speak about life every day more than music. In fact, the only time we talk about music is when she's done recording. And mm. it's like, okay, I'm like, like okay, this, cool. Let me hear it. Yeah. Uh, this is what I think. This is what we should do. I call Wally. We talk. Da, 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 we roll out. Cool. But the dynamic between me and my artist is very much sibling-esque. Mm. Do you understand? And also, it's interesting because we can be different things to each other. Sometimes I'm like a dad. Sometimes she's like a mom. Do you know? Right. Sometimes she's like a child. Sometimes I'm like a child. The dynamic is very fluid. That depending on what we need from each other at that point in time. Do you understand? And it's crazy you say that because like obviously I see I see first, mean, yeah. this I see firsthand. It's like every time they're talking, right? Every time him and Tom are talking, I'm just wondering. I'm like, this is the most unique from the start. Even from this, I'm like, this is the most unique relationship because like you said, they've never talked about music yeah. in front of me. You've actually never talked about music, yeah, and the character of the way the music seems is probably. Part as a of result them. of the but conversations. But the person itself, from the way they have the dynamics, like, wow. Okay, that's you actually know, you a know partnership. I really picked up from this episode? And I think a lot of people need to start this. When you're having conversations with people... Now, I get it that all of us define work. Yeah. I get it, right? But I find that every time you're in a gathering... Let's even say it's not a networking gathering. It's just a gathering. And you, by chance, meet this guy, meet this lady... And you're having the first thing people do is, oh, I'm this, I do this. No problem. I mean, you can introduce yourself and say what you do. Yeah. But then it's still always work related. Oh, when can we get to work together sometime? When can we get to? The only times I get to feel really refreshed, I, I mean, I guess that's why I even we're able to start this pod. Yeah. Is that I don't really always want to talk about work. Like, no. there are some things I feel like I might meet someone that can relate to this. Mm-hmm. Do you get? I mean, look at when we just spoke about. For example, I imagine your, your dad and my dad are similar because yeah. they are more cool-headed than most Nigerian dads would be, right? And if I was going to talk about you, talk to you about something now, I would have just mention, oh, well, that's juicy. The only reason like, I didn't come for this party is because my dad is a cool G, man. Like, yeah. let's forget. Like, I know normal Nigerian fathers would have... And then next thing, you'll pick up. Yeah. You'll be like, oh, you think your dad is a cool G? Let me give you a story. And we've started. Yeah. Now, what that does is, I want to spend more time with you again. Yeah, it breaks Now, that more time can now spill into a bit of work. Yeah, you know, you can just organically. Be like, you can just be like, "Come, that's yourself." I don't need to talk to you seven, eight weeks. Wait till you, which work yeah. you do, self? Do you, that, do you know what? That's the funniest quote I just heard because I keep. It's just now. It sounds crazy. A lot of guys, like I've been guys with, you know, it was just Start recently. I'm trying to find because find out what they do it's exactly. Just been, okay, yeah. we've been going to parties together. You've been coming to my party. It's just guy man, and then it's maybe in the last few years that you just see them do something. Yo, yeah, what did so you? Even like, you, oh, this was even you. Exactly. So, <laughs> was funny, like, yeah. we actually, I didn't know what he did yeah. music for a while. The next, you know, it's just like, oh, I don't, I don't you know, I'm an architect that designed this. Wait, <laughs> oh, sorry, not designed this. Designed eye fitness. Designed eye fitness. Thank you very much. It's like, oh, okay. Even the same thing as you. Not yeah. in fact, here's another f- another funny story. That is like, see, God is good. Though. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Another chick. Another chick. What did I do now? Another <laughs> chick. Another chick. Do you know why? Why? What another story that just came up. Okay, tell me the story. Do you know a turning point in my life? And it was, I don't know if it was for YouTube or both of us. Do you remember in London? At the apartment where... Covid time. Yeah. yeah. And Thames' release was coming. It's yeah. funny because it was like... 
you know what you just said the moment there's some moments as men even like with your parents or not like there was something in that day that really just made me like switch my own brain we're all sitting there covid we're stuck there going through the worst time and all that so for me going to my friend's houses was like an outlet so i used to just run to this guy's house just sit down there and it's funny how you said that conversation not talking about work did we ever even talk about in the he no. this guy would bring I, I, I haven't told a lot of you this story just my guy this guy would bring artists ug producers like him what was that guy's called what's his name jules 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 these guys malik berry came there was one rapper from remember that guy that big don that could rap yeah 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 and these are all artists so now for me i'm in the industry in a way that i know exactly yeah you throw parties you're gonna need their but the thing is the funny thing that was like my safe space that's what people didn't know that was my safe space like coming to this guy's house you just see guys vibing they were talking about work and everything but it was just like i feel safe here and all that then fast forward now it's like I'm not in a position now. It's like the advice for young guys. Like, I'm in a position now that I can if I want to talk to you guys because I have my value now exactly, and all that. Exactly, yeah. And that's why I said, with the advice you said, that's why I said, that was such a joke. Yeah, shake see, for you, man. You too. It's no, it's shake it's for thanking you for that period, but <laughs> oh, the shake yeah. for you is now. Oh, I mean. love it. Because it's like, bro, yeah. there's so many organic yeah. relationships, especially in this entertainment industry that if it's yeah. organic, you don't even need to talk you too much about to. business because you, you two, to. you have your value. That yeah. person has their value. And I think, I think the most important part is a lot of people need to, they need to feel less used. So when you're when you know that genuinely me and this guy have a rapport. In fact, this anytime I talk to this guy, my brain they open, and it's not yeah. even open based on work, just on life. Life. Do you understand? Every time you want to be around the person's space. Yeah. Mm. So when you now realize that you know what they do and they're actually pretty good at what they do, hmm. see unconsciously you're looking out for connects for them. Yeah. It might not even be yep. from you. Yep. Yep. Just yep. like you yep. know, you just hear one of your first guys to mind. First that, to and mind. that first to mind is not because they've been talking about work no but because they've been talking about everything else and you know that this person has a head on his shoulders i can't afford to see this guy not do well i beg yeah. he's too he's too widespread and too too refreshing for me to speak to yeah. for him to not for me to not plug him to something at least yeah and it's not because they are asked you they've asked you for work it's not mm. even also like the guy is being hungry or anything it's just being a regular guy every time you guys talk it's just in fact you look forward to it because it's your break away from work yeah, yeah. so if it can be a break away from work for someone you're a refresher and and I think this this actually translates across just friendship relationships, mm-hmm. across it, it goes across to even marriages, goes across to even like parental relationships. Because yeah. if you're married to your partner, <laughs> if you feel like you're not talking about the topic that is related to you guys, you know. Yeah. Way. So okay. So let me let me give an example of how it comes to light with the relationships. For example, like uh, uh, romantic relationships. Mm. If I'm married now, or let's say I have a girlfriend or something, and you know we're always just talking about each other's responsibilities in this marriage, mm. as opposed to or modishege where I see today. See, God help us. Tell me about your own day. So, and you're just giving me breakdown of this friend that was your friend before, but she's acting mm-hmm. funny. And I'm giving you advice. I'm like, you know, let me tell you, I even had this friend too. We're just gisting. What happens is when it's time for each other person, the other person to carry out their duties, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no feeling of, I wish I didn't have to do this. Yeah. You're, you're a little too excited to even yeah. do that thing, right? So, yeah. say for example, I need to pay bills and the bills are annoying me. But the person I'm paying the bills for to take care of, like, I know that every time we talk, she's not talking about, have I paid that bill? Have I paid this bill? Have you heard, just um, always be for refreshing. those on the street, have you heard, take this in, Sha. <laughs> you but, know, so, so I think it's something people can really, because like I said, it's not just friendship. So people who are married don't feel like it doesn't apply to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even like people who, like a child to parents relationship, don't just, as a parent, tell me, must do this, must do this, must do this. And then me too, as a child, I'm also telling you, okay, you must pay my school, pay my this. Because like I told, like I, like I told someone, you see that, that's introspect you get yeah. when you put yourself in someone else. 
else's shoes. This happened a lot to me, especially my parents. Facts. Fair. When you know, see, I'll I'll be honest though. A lot of us grow up very privileged, thinking, okay, yeah, my dad would pay for school fees, but you never actually thought how the suffering was happening, the stress. And the thing is, at this age now, you are seeing it's just not, a small preview small, because exactly. there's no children yet, so I know hustles already. Exactly. Ah. And now you're not thinking to yourself, ah, but I don't get it. Why is this, why is this man not paid? Why is this man? Is not my dad? Is meant to do this? now if we ended up having casual discussions with our parents right you know these things will come up because yeah. now I can speak to my dad and he can tell me oh, there's no money I'm expecting now the guys are annoying me we could never have a conversation like that before Yeah. because to me that was not even in the line of anything and that's because we just kept it as a you're my dad I'm your son or you keep it as a we are just guys I know you because of work you get one connect where I won't, I won't reach maybe mm. I'm talking to you now because I want to link myself with Thames or I want yeah. to break into the industry you know that kind of thing like <laughs> if I do so if I know that that's the relationship I'm creating it will never give me room to even know who he is yeah. as a person and how maybe we can even relate on something else entirely yeah. and the thing so about the, oh sorry no I was just going to say something simple like in business is actually sometimes it's even better to know the character of the person than before you work enter really, business yeah, it's, with it's, it is what should happen I mean it's the mistake I made the first time like when you know i i started managing also before i even met him mm. so how can you do that do you understand like right i had no idea of his because to you it was character. the it was the craft mm. that the, the music person. was the, the passion was the driving force right. do you understand but now it's not passion it's personal development mm. and the way i see it is this you cannot tackle <coughs> sorry. sorry i'm recovering from sore throat <laughs> <laughs> sorry mm. are you good you mm-hmm. yeah hey, as i was saying you can't tackle any industry if you don't understand life because life supersedes every industry mm. and for me the purpose of living isn't even to find like happiness because what happens when tragedy strikes do you understand you can be happy today a phone call comes you hear somebody dies happiness gone mm. what the aim of life is for me is to embark on the greatest adventure possible that's actually what life is for me and when you do this it refines your character by default if you take on life with an ending goal, you have capped your ability to grow. Mm. Because the moment you get that, everything becomes some sort of opposition. Because trust me, eh, with more success, it's easy to be guarded. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy to be like, uh, 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 uh. Yeah. But in order to be open, that can't be the focus. Oh, I want to win a Grammy. Okay, win Grammy. Ah, man, I'm too big because I... Dude, like... The next day should be another two Grammys, another three Grammys. It shouldn't even be Grammys. that. It should be, now that I have this Grammy, who am I? So that's what I do. I reflect. I I have a deep sense of like um, introspection when mm. it comes to self analysis. Because okay, I have this Grammy. How do I feel? Have I really changed? Okay, if I didn't have this Grammy, how do I feel? Have I really changed? And really, I it at no point has these things ever defined me fundamentally. And mm. you you get you have to get to that point before the, it comes. Do you understand? Because you don't get there and automatically that starts happening. Yeah. You actually have to be there before that happens. Because mm. I always tell people, you, you don't chase success, you become success. Do you understand? Mm. And then everything you do becomes successful as yeah. a result of becoming success. Yeah. What does it mean to be um, to be a success? It's you aspiring for your higher version constantly. And that's why I laugh when people say God doesn't exist. I'm like, look here, whatever you place at the highest of your values serves the function of god for you whether you believe in that or not so if money is the highest thing of on your on your on your value proposition your interactions are always at, it's geared subconsciously mm. towards that goal yeah whether you know it or not if it's 
oh, I want to start my podcast. If that is the highest thing on your value value chain, your yeah, actions. About, yeah. So whatever you put as the highest serves the function of God for you because that is what you obey. Now for me, it couldn't be anything that can perish. That's the first thing. Because the moment it perishes, I have no identity. Yeah, Do you understand? True. So the things I've subscribed to, when I say it's the highest, bro, it's like, is deep basically but yeah that's what sustains you and then you transform and when you transform because you literally become the things that you do yeah. you are the people you, you listen yeah. to you are the things you interact yeah. with you are the things that you eat you are what and do you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. so focus on the tree not the fruits that's what i always tell people so that the tree can bear more fruits do you understand i mean and this makes sense because you mentioned something and you know for me it's it's such an eye-opener because even aside, I mean, no matter what aspect of life, it literally applies to everything. And and by that, I mean, say, for example, we, I mean, end up getting maybe like 500k subscribers on our YouTube channel. End Guys, up, are you listening? If you say end 500k up, we will, subscribers when we on do, our YouTube. When we, do. when we do. Now, like he said, there has to be a lot of introspection. Yeah. Because if we then get to that point and then we say, okay, this is where we are now. We're now these people who have 500k subscribers. Do you know I've gotten to find that a lot of people who get to that pedestal, because that's what it is, it's a pedestal. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who get to that pedestal, the the ripple effect of it is not actually how they feel, but how others expect them to feel. Yeah. So your fans <laughs> expect you to now be that big. So you see, like now, if I'm a, if I'm an artist and I'm, I win a Grammy, my fans have now put me, I'm not the one that put myself. Yeah. My fans have first put me in this place where you are now a Grammy winner. Yeah. I've taken that projection and I've put it on my head. This yeah, is how a typical mm-hmm. person yeah. does. Oh, because my fans feel like I'm a king of music now because I've gotten Grammys, I will now be a king of music. It's not what I wanted for myself in the beginning. Yeah. But now that they've imposed it on me, if you don't have any introspection, then you're just going to take it. You just mm-hmm. take, as they're giving it to you, like, ah, yeah, you know, you now, for example, now, like, if they say, okay, if they give you, if they give it as our best um, artist manager in the whole country, in the whole world, and you don't for yourself say, yeah, that was good for you people. But it's never artist management is never where I'm getting at. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so to you, it just looks like, okay, yeah, I would do my best, but yeah. if you call me most adventurous and hey, maybe I can now start talking about yeah. I can talk about taking that title. Yeah. And without introspection, you're just gonna take that best artist manager in the world and put it on your head. Yeah. And with that, that now defines you, but that's not really who you are. And that's why you find that a lot of people fumble the bag when they get to that certain point. Because every uh, conversations that surround what are supposed to be eye openers who yeah. just surround oh you know i won a grammy yeah when last you win a grammy and you, you might be like what Bro, what are you what are you talking simp- about it's like, as simple <laughs> as he said it's <laughs> like just simple in any industry it's basically like you said to, to conclude it's just that life we said something just now about how like if you can't conquer life you can't conquer any industry thank yeah. you because yeah. it's like you say if you don't actually know yourself in this life and when you now start entering those doors those opportunities it's now, still the same mindset you're going and, to and you see it so. to people and that's why i said that's one i'll say that's one of the biggest lessons yeah. I've, I've learned this last few years <coughs> in terms of becoming a young adult because all of us here now we're in our 30s right yeah. Yeah. 30 plus gang in this you know, representing well, well, 26 30 plus gang 26, 26 i'm approaching 16 let's go there we go mm-hmm. hey, you're the only one that's 30 i don't know where you got yeah. that. you look older than me so, <laughs> so but even with that like now because like you said 30 is like 30 does it oh guys let me just say this quick disclaimer because i heard some of you don't like when i talk about time so i apologize about why don't that, they like when you talk about time because no, they see, want to talk trying, more they want us to continue i'm trying to be time conscious at the same time you know but yeah. the reason i was saying that's because like again we're all 30 and it's like even at 30s like that's it was like a change in mindset too. and the first thing yeah. that i kept asking myself at 30s 
Who are you? Who are you? That was a very because I actually because I don't See, know. See that who guys, are you? What have you let done? Let me. You guys are you, like where's where's <laughs> those are two different questions. Two different because I had to sit down and I was like, wait, who are you? And the reason I asked is because I look back at my life now and everything I've done, and I'm sure you guys can really just look back. Yeah, that's true. You still haven't done everything yet, too. There's still more to do, but these moments now that's thirty, that's always the pinnacle. Who are you? And when I really actually looked and found out who I was, I was like, damn. I live. I'm. I'm actually happy. Yeah. yeah like yeah, nobody yeah. can actually tell me. Like you are still human beings where you hear the outside noise. But like I said, it's everyday self development journey to one. Just go closer to God to at least know yourself. But yeah. once you do, there's an inner peace. There's yeah. something you talked about I, you, that yeah, too. About there's there's an even, inner peace. Even the most beautiful part for me is when you've you've sat down to look at who you are at thirty. And what you've done, and the two align. See yes. that? Oh, see yeah, when yeah. what you've done That's when links with who you are. You're like, ah, <laughs> yes, okay, okay. That you this, re- this that you recom- Just be like, I'm on. I'm actually doing the damn exactly. thing. Like, all right, but exactly, and I yeah. and I feel that's actually the goal because the goal is to to express yourself through that becoming. That, yeah, actually, you understand? Because um, naturally we're we're made by creators, so we're all creatives, and there's a natural inkling to want to create. But you can't actually create if you don't know who you are. It's mm. why I said Thames and I don't talk about music. Thames and I talk about... And, and let me tell you how a typical conversation with Timmy is. She'll call me, yo, I'm like, yo, what's up? I have a question. And that question <laughs> is so... It's usually so deep. I'm just like, hmm. You know what? Let me get back. I said, let I me thought, think. Yeah, let me think about that. And then I map my thoughts and then we speak. And then everything just goes into like a two, three hour conversation. Oh, just the, the shortest convo I can have with him is maybe 30 minutes. And even at that, there may be silence on the call. Right. And we're just doing different, different things. Different things, But we're yeah. there. Do you understand? So yeah, I, I feel it's very important to focus on personal development. But you can't do that if you don't understand what discipline is. Discipline comes from understanding that you have to carry your cross. If not, you are a problem to yourself and, and your environment. Around, yeah. yeah. You have to be living with someone that is not disciplined. I, I, I mean, do you have a, I don't have a roommate. I, mean, no, I can't. I, I, I can't. I yeah. can't even. I can't. But if, if, you, if, you, if, if people that have roommates, if you live with someone that doesn't clean after themselves. That's the reason. I mean, that's what Yeah, that's, 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 first of all, you lack responsibility, so you can't be disciplined. And then, I'm coming around and I'm seeing plates everywhere. It's like, dude, like, this is not cool. In fact, let me tell you, do you know that part of why I don't live at home is because it doesn't actually even reflect who I am. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like, like, I don't live at home. can't do it. <laughs> like, the reason I can't have a roommate is because <laughs> the way you say it, it doesn't reflect, like, who, reflect who, I, who I am and I'm sorry, but yeah. yeah I'm so, I was so used to it. Don't worry, guys. I'll come again. Oh, you you heard part two, part two, part two is I'm, coming because I'm of time yeah, again. I'm around for a month. So. Okay, all, all right. right. This so, one, my guy, thank you so much for stopping oh, by again. Oh yeah, man. You know, on, again, man. you guys, these are, you guys need to also understand something. Like, just look at the perspective of what we're saying. These are young Nigerian men right here. This is a young Nigerian man that's doing the same thing with the biggest artists in the world yep. think Jesus. about the see Thank the young Jesus. generation that they sleep on in this nigeria eh? we're the ones making the new moves now <laughs> yeah. so imagine what we're doing now imagine what we can do in the next 10 years ten, yep. you know because again with even music and even just nigeria as a product yeah. it's spreading around the world now that now people around the world are starting to see what the new nigerians are like yeah. okay okay you guys are cool so yeah so everybody that's listening to everybody that's doing their thing in the culture and your own thing keep striving keep pushing because yeah. in the next few years the world is really about to hear us soon yep. but yeah. thank you for stopping by my yeah. brother and I'll, I'll just say one thing my i'll just drop this no one Nuggets. asked me but yeah i just yeah. have to drop this advice like yeah. think bigger than where you are i think that's the mm. best thing i can i can mm. tell you because being here, you can get lost in what, what is called Genjutsu, which basically means an illusion. And the illusion is basically 
this is enough. Yeah. It can never be enough. Yeah. Inflation is yeah. increasing. Exactly. If I don't, mm-hmm. life is moving. Exactly. So as, as much as life is moving, yeah. nothing can ever be yeah. enough. Increase your horizon and also equip yourself for that because you can't go the way you are. That I tell you. Fair. You've heard the free game here on Menisms, ladies and gentlemen. Again, make sure you subscribe to all our channels, Apple, Spotify, I don't know where else we are on everything. everything. YouTube, YouTube. Everything. we everything. are everywhere. Please again. subscribe. Okay, this time I'm begging. Please, we, okay, see the endorsements. <laughs> but again, subscribe. until next time, guys. Thank you, guys. I'm Michael Scenario. And I'm Maria Welcome, Kaya. I'm done. I won. Oh yeah. Go. All right. <laughs> all right. So, so it's amazing, bro.